0: Dueling Genre Productions presents...
1: Oh my God, do you see that?
0: When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind.
2: Oh my God, I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport and I can fly.
0: Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now, there are villains.
2: Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately. No! You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain
0: works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes.
1: Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here! I'm going to make you all into
2: superheroes!
0: Screw it. Let's go save the day. The Powerful.
1: After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine.
0: I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the
2: underdogs.
0: You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means there are our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store
2: with superpowers.
1: You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes?
2: It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available
0: at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere.
1: Dueling Genre.
2: welcome to lord of the rings minute the daily podcast where we analyze the movie the fellowship of the ring one balrog filled minute at a time it's balrog week i'm cassandra Fredrickson.
0: it's balrog week by balrog week you mean balrog first three minutes
2: balrog week (laughs) who are you
0: i'm norman mitchell
2: (laughs) and joining us this week we have the one and only crystal beth from fifth element
1: oh hi I'm so happy. <laughs> this is so exciting. I know. Finally, right? <laughs> oh, well, that was like uh, when I was first asking you, I was like, can I do it? Yeah, I'd love this minute. And then like halfway through your minutes, I was like, I wonder if they forgot about me. And I messaged you again. And you were like, yeah, I have you down for you shall not pass. And I was like, all right, I forgot that's at the end of the movie. Right. <laughs> I guess I should be patient.
0: The end.
2: <laughs>
1: the quote end. Quote,
0: unquote. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> There's nothing after this. The middle uh, end. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's uh, it's near the near the end of the second third.
1: Right. Uh, you guys have a long time.
2: Yes. So today we're going to be talking about minute one forty six, which starts with Frodo and Aragorn falling towards us on the stairs and ends with uh, half of the fellowship reaching the end of the Bridge of Khazad Dûm.
0: Yeah. So. I'm just going to get it out of the way right now. And it might just be because it sticks out compared to so many of the other special effects shot in this movie.
2: It's because it starts the minute.
0: I hate the blue screen shots. That's the only reason. <laughs> and maybe because I've taken notes on it and like had to go through and look at this several times, mm-hmm. like on pause, but like, it just, it just sticks out to me. It It's glaring to me.
1: It is one of the more obvious spots. I think if there's one thing about this movie is that I mean, if you've ever listened to me on any podcast, my favorite thing to say is it really stands the test of time. Except about the prequels, they're not standing the test of time. <laughs> but uh, the special effects in this movie—they all look pretty good. This is one of the glaring spots where you're just like, "That's this is a you're you're teasing me now. This is a fakie, right? They're right. not really that- falling."
0: That's why it gets to me because like so many of the other special effects are like so great still, and in this one because I've had to pause on it a few times, I'm just like, oh, get out of my sight.
2: I think the up conversion to like Blu-ray standards hasn't helped it either. No. Like watching it on the DVD is fine, but watching like the high definition copy is not so fine. And I think that makes
1: a difference. It's like watching a soap opera almost. It looks so like uncomfortably real, but obviously fake. So, like, you can always tell on TV, like, if you're going to go from The Price is Right to, like, Days of Our Lives, as soon as you go, like, you leave the room and you come back and you look at that TV again and it just looks so that mm, it's, like, such a specific difference. And it works with some stuff, but when you have CG that's older with the clarity of blu-ray it mm-hmm. it's jar it's a little more jarring then we should just watch it all with like a opaque filter over it <laughs> yeah
2: maybe some rose colored glasses Maybe what? yes
0: <laughs> indeed no this uh this whole sequence here this whole minute mm-hmm. uh i find really musically interesting
1: oh my god transition
0: from the like swelling fellowship theme back into like the The, deep chanting for the balrog it's so good i also i love the sound effects for the balrog when you first see him Mm. you hear like the bubbling and the hissing and the cracking of like lava yeah Mm -hmm. right before he roars Mm -hmm. and it sounds like a furnace
1: you can feel the heat yeah
2: i like that his roar like like you said, it sounds like a furnace instead of an animal. Yeah, there's like a there's a being.
0: there's a really audible like suction or like heating of air. Yeah. right before the roar. Mm-hmm. It's just so good, man. And the Bal- uh, they hit the Balrog plush. out of the park.
2: Oh no, Gandalf's like,
1: I don't have time for this today. Right? He's like, Oh but my you- gosh, you're annoying. <laughs> well,
0: his attitude here, though, I felt is like kind of in sharp contrast to him being like a Balrog when I'm already tired. Right? <laughs> and then he doesn't act tired at all. He's just like, okay.
1: Well, this is his moment. I'm
0: here for this. Right? He's very present.
1: He's get got that ag- adrenaline rush. He's like, oh, great. The furnace monster is here. <laughs> We're going to have to fight. I can tell.
0: You and would me, be buddy.
1: Terrified. I would not be able. Even just from the bridge falling, I would have been like, I'm dead. Just throw me off the edge. I can't right. do this.
0: <laughs> I mean, Legolas is the most terrified of all of them in this thing.
1: Well, he's the only one who knows what it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's the only one who really, like, has an idea what this thing is. Right, I I'm know. like,
1: well, let's not judge a book by its cover. Maybe he's nice. I'd be like, let's give him a try. Let's just see. Let's ask him a few <laughs> questions. See if he's actually trying to kill us before we go across this crazy stair.
2: In, like, the split second before he roars, like, when he lands, it's like, oh, hi, little buddy. And then he roars and it's like, oh, nope. <laughs> That's, yeah. It's
1: like a the-
0: with that trope of the like the wild animal. yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah, Oh, you're fine. Yeah. You're cute.
1: Oh, hey, little guy. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, like uh, well, Jurassic Park, and he's like, "Go away, go away!" And then he just like opens up its neck and spits paralyzing right, venom. Right. On oh your yeah, face. the little frilled
0: kid. Yeah. What is that dinosaur called?
2: A really long name that I can't pronounce. So I'm not going to.
1: Dia. Dia Uh. Something. That.
0: Probably. My- That was that was correct, spot on, hundred percent.
1: Right? I know I'm like, I know what it is. Dilophosaurus? Yeah, Dilophosaurus. Yeah. So I said Dilophosaurus, and my boyfriend just came running out of the kitchen chewing on food and pointing at me, nodding his nodding his head. That's amazing.
0: There you go. Perfect.
2: Uh, at least you know at least you'll never be like in doubt that you're saying dinosaur names
1: wrong. Oh no, he's like a four year old.
0: I, I've forgotten everything I learned about dinosaurs when I was a four year old.
1: Yeah, me too. Well, I remember Brontosaurus, but that's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. So when you say that the. Oh, actually, was it? This is before we started recording. Never mind. I was going to talk about what the Balrog looks like, but I'm oh. sure you're going to get to that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not now? Because every time I see the Balrog's face when we first see that reveal, all I can picture is the head of a black dragon from Dungeons and Dragons. It's got the same sort of curved horns and a kind of similar shaped head.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I see it every time I see the Balrog before all the fire.
1: Now I can't unsee that.
0: Right? You're welcome.
1: (laughs) I love how they did the Balrog. I I read these books before the movies came out, obviously. And when I was reading them, what I pictured was uh, because they quote that it's – uh, what do they say? Something about a man, uh, man-sized of crazy power, or something like that was one of his notes before, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like a man, but more. And I always pictured the the bad guy in the last scene of Fantasia. You oh. know, on the night on Bald Mountain, the yeah. guy with the horns and the wings. That's what yeah. I pictured him look like. So when the movie did the Balrog and made him more bull like more like a animal. I was like, "Oh god, thank god I didn't imagine him like that. That's scary." <laughs> Mine right? was like, "Oh yeah, the the weird guy on the top of the mountain with the naked fire dancing girls, but this was <laughs> terrifying."
0: Yeah. Balrog's scary. Yes. It's like the big creature of shadow and flame. It'll hurt you.
1: They uh they're coming out with a new uh, lord of the rings video game called shadow of war mm-hmm. after the shadow of uh shadow of mordor was a few years ago this is the shadow of war and if you pre-order the Mithril edition you get a 12 inch sculpture of uh drake fighting balrog wow that's cool which is pretty that's cool crazy. i mean it's 300 so i don't know how cool that is it, but it's uh <laughs> I ju- that just that news just came out today and i was like that's the perfect timing we're gonna be on the podcast <laughs> it's like the world. No, I still haven't played
0: up. Shadow of Mordor.
1: It's a fun game. It's good. It's just, I didn't know how to play it when I started playing it. So, what happens is if you don't kill the bad guys, they level up and you don't. So, I kept half killing someone and being like, ah, and running away. And I would, it would go to the cut screen and I would watch my enemy level up in front of me after I couldn't kill them so (laughs) that's depressing but uh now i know how to play so (laughs) hopefully it'll be better
0: make the make the game harder for yourself that's okay
1: exactly and you don't fight a a balrog in it so what's the point Eh.
0: there's no balrog (laughs) in mordor
1: no you fight you fight orcs in that but i mean with the uh i was segueing Away from my yeah. video games, back to your podcast.
0: <laughs> That's fine. We're not used to that. We're used to just staying on tangents for 15 minutes at a time.
1: I know, because we're professional tangent. Hey, seekers. you guys at least have tangents that are about what you're talking about. And if it's not about Lord of the Rings, it's about Dungeons and Dragons, which are the same thing.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, we we talked about that for an hour. so <laughs> Yeah.
2: I find it crazy that the Balrog is um, in the book for like two pages. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, it's Max. only on screen for, like, two and a half minutes. That's
2: true. It there's It's such a larger... It just seems like so much longer because it's... Such an same... iconic
0: moment. Yeah. Yeah, so you feel like there's more to it, mm-hmm. but it goes by really quick. Well, it's just like... Because, um...
2: I mean, we were on the stairs for longer than the Balrog was around. <laughs> yes. A lot of stairs.
0: Right? They got a lot of stairs to get by. Mm. lot well, of things to get through here. So everything... Uh, the stairs, when yeah. you see that shot looking down at them and the stairs are crumbling and the fellowship's running down.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Everything that shot is, uh, is a miniature except for the piece of stair that's falling. It's CG. Yeah. Oh, I was that's like, CG is that actual and the...
1: size? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then there's a miniature for the stairwell and they've just digitally put in that falling piece. And then the digital motion capped fellowship running down.
1: Mm. See, that doesn't look as bad when they're far away. No, it doesn't. No. Oh, cool. oh, you know what part always, uh, you've already gone past it, so I'm just going to go back a couple minutes. Oh, no worries. When they're going through the the Great Hall, and they're yeah. running, and the camera's uh, looking down at them from a bird's eye view, that is one of the parts that takes me out of the movie, CG-wise, because mm-hmm. it looks like they're just kind of floating along the ground, and you can tell it's fake. It's right before um, all the orcs and goblins start coming out of the ceiling. Oh, yeah that part that's that's hard for me
0: hmm. i've never thought that was too bad but we didn't dwell on it a whole lot
1: good i think it's
2: <laughs> i think it's just because we had to pause it right at the right moment yeah that it calls attention to itself
0: because you see a very similar thing at the end of this like uh with uh, them crossing the bridge is very similar yes. to them crossing the great hall with all the little cg fellowship yeah. Although I think it is a little bit better on the bridge. I Part like of that's that the they, lighting, probably. I would, yeah, I
2: like that I they, um, they linger on Frodo when they're, like, the bird's eye view when they're crossing the bridge. Yeah. Um. So it's like, hey, this is our main character. There's a lot going on, but uh, we're watching. Don't her. forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Don't forget.
2: You're here forever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Seems like it. And one minute at a time.
2: <laughs> Spoilers.
0: Oh, man. No, there's, there's a lot of little things going on in this action sequence mm-hmm. from, like, last week through this week. Because there's just nonstop, once the uh, once the action starts in Moria, it just doesn't slow down.
1: It's true, and the I music guess... gives you such anxiety. Yes. I think part
2: of the reason why I think the Balrog is so much longer is because I just think of Moria and I... The first thing I the first thing I think of is the Balrog. So then I just assume it goes on for like fifteen minutes. Yeah. But you know, it's orcs and then it's stairs and then
1: it's Balrog.
0: It's like Balrog roars, four lines. Balrog falls. Like yeah. that's that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, <I know.
1: laughs> mm-hmm. But that's the sign of a good actor, even though he's not an actor. If you right. could be remembered <laughs> for your uh, your tiniest part, or that's a well written character, I guess I should say.
0: It's a well, well-directed moment.
1: Right. Everything is well done. Man. Yeah. So last week we talked
2: about um, Hobbit scooping. Boromir's habit of picking up Hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> and um, in this one he catches Frodo. Which, yeah. like, he and Frodo are kind of on the rocks right now, but you know.
0: Right now. Right
2: now. Constantly. <laughs> um, but he, like, he I like that it's Legolas that catches Aragorn because they have like...
0: They have a history. A
2: history. (laughs) And then Boromir's the one
1: to catch Frodo.
0: What, is Gandalf gonna catch Frodo? He's an old man. He's also holding two things.
1: That's true. He is. And thinking about like, oh god, I gotta do stuff. I gotta (laughs) go magic up this joint.
0: Gandalf tries to catch Frodo and he lands on Glamdring. That's no good.
1: Oh no. Right? Breaks his hip. He's like, oh no! (laughs) Uh oh, my hip! And then they have to figure out what to do, and then they all end up dying because they're right near the bridge. And oh, wow. ugh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good Gandalf thing you didn't. Can't catch. Get up.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: he's fallen. He can't get up. I
1: know. he needs right? like They're word. like, <laughs> you've lost a you've lost a member of your party. They're like, God, we had to leave him.
2: <laughs>
1: it's like, <laughs> like a horse. Yeah. Oh no. We shot him. Let's <laughs>
0: <That's difficult. laughs> do the right thing.
1: Oh, <laughs> just put him out of his misery.
2: I know Legolas is crying and Gandalf's like, we talked about this.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, he, right? he starts quoting uh, Snape and Dumbledore. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. I love the crossovers. <laughs> Just
2: I don't know. The birthplace of fantasy. You're gonna get you're gonna get something. Oh True. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to talk about Next
1: minute. Yes.
2: Because that's like the minute. The minute? Yeah. It is. The The, reason we're all here. I don't have any other notes
1: for this one. I have a. I don't have what. I don't have notes, but I just. I find it fascinating. Again, how you said that uh, Balrog doesn't have a lot of minutes. There's so much history on Balrog and all of the the flame demons, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's insane. I'm I'm obviously not gonna go into it because this you would be here all day, but I knew a little bit going into it, just reading uh the interwebs growing up and wondering what these things were.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: it's insane and in how many different iterations he went through and that before he finally settled on the one he wanted to talk about. And again, two pages. But there's this beautiful illustration, even before I saw the movie, I could picture this thing completely in my head. Mm -hmm. And it was, it's scary, and it's so cool, and I wish my imagination was bigger. (laughs) That's all I I I have to say about it.
2: I don't remember what I was picturing when I read this, because I've read it for the first time so long ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And now I've seen the movie so many times at this point that it's just... Consumed my like imagination, so whenever I think Balrog, I think this Balrog. So I don't know. I wish like I could just remember what I thought of initially, because it it probably wasn't this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you were talking about earlier, but you no, were looking in a book.
0: I was looking in a book. Okay, I have uh the David Day uh, Tolkien Bestiary, mm. which has uh, a lot of really cool illustrations, and I love the one on the page about balrogs uh it almost reminds me of like uh like a like a what is what is the term i'm looking for uh like a japanese ink painting kind oh, of the style yes like a like a demon like a painting of a japanese demon That's with cool. like the segmented armor and the mm-hmm. the large nostrils of the flame coming out right and all that sort of stuff it's really any any tolkien fan i think would get a kick out of the, the bestiary. By David Day as well as he also did a dictionary and an atlas
2: he's done a lot um, yeah because one of our friends um brought to our attention I think it was about hobbits there was one just about the shire I think um so it's I don't know if it's like officially licensed Tolkien stuff but it's really fascinating to look at all the pictures and read about stuff yeah
1: oh that's awesome
0: yeah there's a lot of a lot of good information about balrogs. Mm-hmm. There's only only a handful of named ones. I think only perhaps only even one. I think
2: there's only one.
1: Yeah, we talked but about that was, it with um, that was something else he did. It started out with uh balrogs uh being a, a lot of them and being in an army and underneath someone and then as time went on it turned into like there was only seven or something like that.
2: Yeah, cuz they they got destroyed or
1: they Yes. Yeah. Because they were easy to kill, and then the ones that, I guess, weren't as easy to kill didn't die. I mean, that makes sense, right?
2: I don't know if they were easy to kill,
0: because... One of the things it mentions about Balrogs is that of all Melkor's creatures, only dragons were greater in power.
2: Okay. That's that's interesting that... I didn't know he created dragons, too.
0: Uh, I think by creatures it means his servants. Oh, okay. Because he didn't create the Balrogs.
2: Just They're Maiar.
0: Them. Yeah. They're Maiar spirits, okay. just like Gandalf is. Okay. And dragons are their own monsters. Right.
2: Sweet. Yeah.
0: Dragons. And dragons are something else entirely.
2: Yeah. They're similar. They spit flame. They have horns.
0: Yeah.
1: They live in caves.
2: Yeah. Sort they, of. They kill dwarves.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you... So, there was something I had been reading that... Uh, Christopher Tolkien, he said that the difference between the earlier versions of them is that they're less terrible and more destructible. And I think that's what I was thinking as opposed okay. to um, something from the Cimmerillion. But I don't know. Again, that's something I read a long time ago. And mm-hmm. I am not as versed in the lore of Lord of the Rings as I wish I was, but that's, I think that's what I thought, but I, maybe that's, maybe I'm wrong about that.
2: Well, I don't know. Like, the thing about reading all the extra Tolkien material is that he changed his mind so many times. So, like, several things are canon at once if you take into account all of his writings.
1: Okay. Um,
2: he, like, he was evolving as, like, a, a mythology, so he basically just was, like, one day... He woke up and decided he wanted to do something completely different. So, and there's just so much of it, you know? Yes. So it's, I don't know. It's difficult to keep track of all the different, like, Tolkien timelines, I guess.
1: It's like <laughs> a organically growing world, right. which is exactly what happens in real life. Exactly. It's <laughs> called oh. evolution.
0: <laughs> also, Melkor did create the dragons.
1: Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Could you imagine being responsible for creating one of the coolest things in the world? Right?
0: I mean, they're not cool to everyone else in Middle-earth.
1: Well, yeah.
2: not the They ones are kind of cool. I mean, yeah. S- Smaug, they great and terrible.
0: <laughs> like a furnace with wings.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's so a much more apt description of the Balrog.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's what I, I mean, was just, just going to say. Just...
2: Well, these dwarves haven't seen a Balrog yet. That's true. In The Hobbit. That's true. They will soon. Sort of.
0: You know, I have questions about this Balrog being here, right? And how like in the Hobbit the Hobbit movies mm-hmm. we see like that battle outside the doors of Moria.
2: Yes. Why
0: wouldn't that wake this guy up?
2: He's a deep sleeper. Why wouldn't ah. he just
0: come out and be like, Why are you kids on my lawn? <laughs> And just slaughter all these dwarves and orcs.
1: Like Clint Eastwood, just come out with a shotgun. Yeah, like Gran Torino,
0: but with a Balrog.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he was on vacay. Maybe he was like, I'm going to go somewhere tropical for the spring and no one can stop me.
0: (laughs) Him him and the Watcher just took a break.
1: Yeah, they were like, it is time to go.
0: I mean, just imagine, like the Watcher in the Water and the Balrog have tea.
1: (laughs) And they complain about their life. They're like, I'm so bored. And he's like, Well, I'm. You're bored. It's too bad we can't hang out. You're in the water. I'm underground. Like we don't survive in each other's things, but we're like best friends and pen pals. But this is the only time we can hang out together is when I'm chilling on the warm sand. You're chilling on the cold, uh, cold seawater. They're they're in uh, Turks and Caicos. Hey,
2: Amen. I ship it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is a, like a giant squid monster and a demon they're yeah, just best buds
1: besties. Yeah. Just, just dudes being bros that's right I wonder if they get upset and complain about their lot in life they're like Mom, I don't want to do this like, yeah I do this because I have to man I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to be like the... flaming and terrifying my whole life
0: they got like their, their flip flops on yeah. little Thanks, little Dad. triangles of sunscreen on their nose
1: <laughs> The water guy's got like 18 flip flops on all his little feet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the little like touristy bucket hat.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, zinc on their face. Yeah. They're like, oh, drinking a pina colada. Yeah, man. I want to go to where they are right now.
2: <laughs>
0: Perfect. Perfect. Spot on.
2: Uh, so, I don't, I think that butt wraps up this yeah, one. Yeah, I think so. Because we're talking about beach vacation
0: so <laughs> we're talking about a the balrogs beach vacation.
2: right uh so you can find us on duelinggenre.com uh also check out our patreon we have a weekend edition going strong um and you can access all of that good stuff from duelinggenre.com where can people find you crystal beth
1: you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the be Crystal Beth, and my podcast, The Fifth Element. It. You can see it at the on iTunes or on Twitter at Fifth Element. It. Nice,
2: sweet. So, thank you for joining us today. Um, and yeah, we will be back tomorrow. Special thanks to our Patreon associate producers, Leaper One Eighty Two and Ed Foster. I hope everyone has a good Monday and be back tomorrow.